This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody, it's a Sunday Browns recap edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull. And wow, another week. And another insane victory. But you know what? Yes, it was ugly. Yes, the defense, I was going to say played like crap, and they kind of did, but they also made some really big plays. The offense could do nothing in the passing game outside of the one run by Jerome Ford. They didn't do much in the running game. It was a weird, wacky, wild game. There's issues all over the place. But here's the bottom line, my friends. The Browns win. 39-38, and it was a long game, three hours and 40 minutes, didn't go to overtime, no long delays. It was just bizarre. 39-38, they find a way to win. They are 4-2 and on the season, and that's the most important thing. 4-2. and Yes, this thing's to figure out. We'll get to some of those today. We'll get to more of those on Tuesday. The trade deadline's nine days away. We'll get to all of it, but keep your eye on the prize. The Browns win in the past games like last week in San Francisco game like this week against Indianapolis. These are games. The Browns find typically find the way to lose, but last Sunday and this Sunday, they found a way to win. Came back in the fourth quarter of both games, despite awful quarterback play with some help from the officials both weeks. Who cares? I don't care. Yes. We'll, uh, We'll get into all of it. This is the bullpen with Adam, the bull. Brought to you by Bet Rivers, and it's all coming up next, right here in the bullpen. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. Folks, get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. $10,000? Not going to beat that. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. Now, let the Browns earn this win, I'll tell you. Very ugly. In the end, let's look at, you look at the numbers for the offense. They're not pretty. P.J. Walker, 15 of 32. That's under 50%, 178 yards. Not good. Less than six yards per attempt. No touchdowns. One pick. Not good. Quarterback rating, 51.3, not good. uh, Deshaun Watson, one of five, five yards and a pick, not good. Both guys had another pick that could have been, got lucky. Jerome Ford had a 69-yard touchdown run. Besides that, which was great, besides that, he had 10 carries for five yards. Kareem Hunt, 10 for 31, but had two touchdowns. Elijah Moore contributed some nice plays down the stretch, four of 59. But in a game where the Browns had no skill position player with more than 74 yards and only three guys who got more than 31 yards, 
They score 39 points and win. And no, the defense didn't play great. Gardner Minshew threw for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor ran it well enough. Overall on the ground, the, the Colts were 40 for 168. That's not amazing, but it got the job done. They had a hundred. Uh, they had Josh Downs and and Michael Pittman seven catches, two hundred eight yards, and two touchdowns between them. But when it mattered, the Browns made some big plays. Grant Delpit all over the field, tackled for a loss, made some big plays, and most importantly, on the last play the Colts had on offense before that you know final fifteen second drive, he had a, he tackled somebody to end the drive, and he had a chance to he picked them up in the air. It looked like he was gonna. Pile drive into the ground. If he had, it would have been a penalty and the game would have been over. The Browns would have lost. He composed himself. Maybe he got some help. Miles Garrett, star of the game. He gets I mean, the, the, the two biggest stars in this game are Miles Garrett. He was all over the place. Two sacks, two quarterback hits, a pass defended, a tackle for a loss, uh, uh, two forced fumbles, a blocked uh, punt, or, or sorry, blocked kick. He was all over the place. He was a monster. Anthony Walker played well. But Miles Garrett is the star of the game. No doubt about it. The Browns do not even come close to winning this game without him. And the other star of the game, Dustin Hopkins. The Browns kicker has been absolutely phenomenal. Four for four, including two over 50, three for three on extra points, a 58-yard field goal that had given the Browns the lead before the Colts got the long touchdown to Pittman. Hopkins, who came into this season as a 50% kicker on kicks over 50 yards. Again, he had been 50% before this season. He was 17, excuse me, he was 15 for 30 coming into the season, kicks over 50 yards. This year, he's 6 of 6 and has made at least one in each game. He has been a godsend for the Browns. 16 of 18 field goals and a 7 for 7 on extra points. He's been great. So is the punter. And that's that's what we're talking about right now. It's not about the offense because the offense did almost nothing, which seems impossible when you score 39 points. Brown's got a defensive touchdown. They forced turnovers for the first time. And in the end, they find a way to get it done. It was, for the second week in a row, ugly. They had to grind it out. But they found a way. Um, and it's it's strange because you win a game, and you got to be excited about that. I mean, like, I'm pumped. The Browns are 4-2. And they needed it again. Baltimore demolished the Lions today. Absolutely killed them. The Steelers are playing later. The Bengals are off this week. So the Browns are right now. Right now it's the Ravens 5-2. and two, The Browns 4-2. and two, Steelers in progress. And the Bengals 3-3. Three and 4-2 three. is 4-2. and two. Not a lot of teams in the AFC with a better record than that. Kansas City. Jacksonville, Baltimore, Miami. That's the list. 
Those are the teams with better records in the AFC. That's it. After Steelers win today, they'll be tied with the Browns. But, you know, at, through seven weeks, the Browns are a playoff team right now. Do they need to be better? Of course they do. Are there problems? Of course there are. There are. But it's easier to deal with those problems when you're winning. And the Browns have now won two in a row for the first time since early last year and have won three of four. But if, you, if, if you're asking for positives from individual players, there's not that many. Again, I, I, Miles Garrett and Dustin Hopkins are the two biggest stars of this game. I thought Grant Delpit played well. Denzel Ward did a good job. He had a pick in the game before getting hurt, but he did come back. He was checked for a concussion. He must have been clear, which is good because he's had a few concussions. Um, I, I thought Anthony Walker played well. I'll give Elijah Moore credit. He did well. He, he played a pretty good game, 459. David Njoku had a pretty solid game. That's a and, and the, the nice run by Ford on the touchdown. There's not much else to get excited about. But the most important thing, again, is find a way to victory. I know it's going to be – we'll be chewing it up all week. We'll be talking about trading for a quarterback. And, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Browns got to do something. Uh, I, I think we, we – you know, I don't – Watson looked terrible early. Then he gets checked for a concussion. He's fine. They say it wasn't his shoulder. Then they said it was his shoulder. They didn't want to put him back out there. You can't – we can't – the Browns have won two games with P.J. Walker as the quarterback. But they're winning those games in spite of him. And so something else there, – there's no other options internally. If Deshaun Watson's not going to be able to play for a while, then they, the Browns need another answer. We can't keep doing this. And you're running out of time. In terms of trade, you want to go sign Carson Wentz? Yeah, Matt Ryan's finished. Carson Wentz is out there. I, the guy hasn't played months. I, I don't know. I don't love that idea. I've been saying trade for Andy Dalton. I want to explore that more this week. I think he's the best realistic option out there. I'll take Andy Dalton over Carson Wentz. Andy Dalton came in. He's on a bad team, so they're probably willing to trade him. You know, he's not making crazy money. He signed through next year. So what? They keep him as a backup for next year and late this year. You want to go get Jacoby Brissett because he's been in the system? All right. I, I like Andy Dalton more, but I, you got to you got to get at least a little better at the position because I, we can't. You're not gonna, they've won. Hey, they've won. That's all that, that all that matters. But going forward. You're not going to keep getting lucky like this on last drives where you get a bunch of penalties to get you down the field. Can't have a quarterback that, that can't connect on most throws. I mean, he made like one nice throw the whole game. That one throw down the sidelines to Elijah Moore was a good throw. He's missing guys wide open. He's not seeing the field. He's completing under 50% of his passes. He's thrown five touchdowns and has, and has 16 turnovers in his career. I mean, you know, no touchdowns, three picks. Can't have it. But they won. I'm going to keep saying that. But they won. And for the Browns to be 4-2 and two, with the adversity they have faced, <clears throat> it's pretty impressive. Tough game next week against Seattle on the road. Then you got Arizona at home there. 
I mean, at worst, the Browns should be 5-3 and three going into that Ravens game in a couple of weeks on the road, which obviously is going to be a very tough game. The Ravens, man, Ravens were very impressive today. They, be, again, beat the Tar out of the Lions. I think the final score was 38-6. to six. I'll just double-check that now. But that was, yeah, 38-6 the final. And the Lions scored, you know, their only six points in garbage time. That was very a very impressive uh, performance there by the Ravens. Uh, odd stat, Gardner Minshew is now, I think, lost all seven. Or I don't remember the exact number, but some, somewhere between seven and ten games. He's thrown for over 300 yards. He's lost them all in his career. Uh, but this was a weird game because this felt like, you know, a lot of times that was in games they were down big and he threw up a lot of yards in garbage time. No, I mean, he made, he made a lot of big plays. Gardner Minshew played very well in this game. Jonathan Taylor got going. He played great the second half. He had some big runs. Obviously, the play to Pittman where he breaks the tackle. That was some poor tackling by Greg Newsom on that play. But the Browns found a way to win. That's it. You have problems that you got to figure out. There's a lot that the Browns have to correct. I'm sure Jim Schwartz is not going to be happy with a lot of a lot of the way a lot of the guys and how they played. This week, uh, I don't know what happened to JOK this week. Obviously, they were without Taki Taki. There was uh, a mistake on that on that. Uh, obviously, on the on the long touchdown to Pittman. There was uh, bad tackling there by Greg Newsom. Uh, also, on the long touchdown earlier in the game, the touchdown. I can't remember who that was. Uh, oh, Josh Downs. That's right. On that play, there was a blown coverage. Denzel Ward was going into the slot and left downs. I don't know if he made a mistake there. We'll, I guess we'll figure it out after. So there's a there's a whole lot to clean up from this game. But the bottom line is the Browns found a way to win. And let me correct something I said earlier. I said Dustin Hopkins hit two field goals over 50 yards. He actually hit three over 50 yards. So he's seven for seven on 50-yard field goals this year. I mean, it's it, – and that's why you never draft a freaking kicker. Said that last year with Cade York, total waste. This guy has been phenomenal. He won special teams player of the week last week, and he was better this week. He missed a field goal last week. This week, he made all six of his kicks, four touchdowns, uh, four field goals, two, two extra points, or three extra points, excuse me. And – Three of the field goals were from 50 yards, including the last one, of course, which was a career-high 58 yards. It was a wild game, back and forth. I did not have this. I did not have 77 points in this game. I don't think anybody did. But uh, kudos to the Browns. But looking ahead, this week we're going to have to have a serious conversation, obviously, about quarterback. we got to find out more what, what's going on with Watson. But the fact that he missed a month, played like five plays, and then was out of the game, I mean, they've got to be prepared. There's got to be another option besides DTR and P.J. Walker. There just has to be. This team has, despite A, with the flaws today, this team's still got a really good defense. I said it this week. Even when you got a really good defense, this is not the 85 Bears. We have to stop with that nonsense. Those teams don't exist anymore. The Browns still have the best defense in the NFL despite today's performance. At the very worst, they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. They're able to run the ball. 
you got to have a quarterback that's at least serviceable, at least to give you a chance. We'll talk more about this that as the week goes along. But the bottom line is, say it with me, the Browns found a way to win. You play to win the game, as Herm Edwards said, and that's what they did. That's what they did. They did it against San Francisco last week. They did it against the Colts this week. It was not easy, obviously, on the road. Browns were a slight favorite. Colts are not a bad team. I think I I undervalued the Colts a little bit. They've been mostly competitive outside of last week against Jacksonville. I always criticize people for being prisoner of the moment. I think I was a little prisoner of the moment with how good the Colts were, how not good they were. They're a decent team. Decent. It's a good win for the Browns. Another good win two weeks in a row. Now can you go to Seattle next week? That's a real tough challenge. Because if you can and you can find a way to win that game, then you're in great shape to win four in a row with playing Arizona at home the week after. And now we start this whole game once again with whether or not Deshaun Watson will play. More on that Tuesday and Thursday this week. That's it for me for now. Thanks to Brian Monzo. Thanks to Max Gotro for both producing today. I'll thank you all for watching and listening. And please hit the subscribe button. If you're watching my my YouTube podcast, if you're listening to it, hit the subscribe button wherever you are. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Pods, whatever, please hit the subscribe button and you get alerts whenever I put out a podcast. Thank you all. We'll talk to you next time. Where else but right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.